welcome to the Spiritual and Empowerment Living with Tia podcast, a sacred place and resource for spiritually centered women who want to go from the mundane to the magical life for overcoming fear and doubt, reconnecting with the goddess, understanding messages from spirit, and uncovering your spiritual gifts so you can finally live the life you deserve. episode on the spiritual and empowerment living with Tia podcast as always it's a pleasure and I always like to do a little bit of reflection we sort of been doing that with this three-part series and I know we took a break last week because it was the podcast birthday yay so if you haven't checked out that um episode I was about to say website. If you haven't checked out that episode, go ahead. It's episode 271. It's right before this one. And it it just stays happy birthday, spiritual and empowerment living with Tia turns nine. And I invited Gina Sendiff. She was the first guest on the show. She returned to give us an update what she's doing, et cetera, et cetera. She also uh, edited both of my books. And she gave me angel readings. So it was very good to touch base with her again. And she's pretty awesome. Ray K practitioner, angel uh, therapy practitioner. So definitely check out the episode in her. Also, if you haven't checked out parts one and two, please do so. Okay. So while this is part three and, you know, you're just starting with this part, that's okay. They don't have to necessarily be in order. Um, one doesn't compound on top of the other. This is just a, a three-part series. So part one uh, was all about working with the full moon and spell casting. Part two, all about working with crystals. And part three, we're going to be working with herbs and flower magic. Very excited. Before I dive into that, um, I just want to tell you that uh, we are approaching the new moon, or excuse me, full moon. We're in a waxing gibulus it's leading to the full moon. So I just checked my app. It's the deluxe moon app. And this is the first quarter moon. And then tomorrow starts the, the moon going towards the full moon. So if there's something that you really want to work towards manifesting, uh, you know, working towards something, do that. And I know there's slightly different schools of thought about what to do in between the phases of the new moon and the full moon, but the full moon is when our power is high. So make sure that, you know, when you're working towards something, when the full moon comes, that's when you really like release your intentions and, and uh, other things into the cosmos, the universe, spirit, et cetera. All right. So that's why I encourage you to always do more reading to see what best works for you and what makes the most sense to you. That's the beauty, one of the beauties of spirituality. All right, let's get, oh, oh, yeah. And also, I had quite a fun time in uh, ThriverCon. My friend Miriam, and she was on the show before, she created an all-inclusive virtual event for women of color, BIPOC, non-binary entrepreneurs and it is just it it was a wonderful day yesterday I sat on a panel of diversity and inclusion and I really talked about 
how people can show up as themselves and they have the right to do that. And, and other things that people um, have to battle when they can't show up as themselves and live their truth. And I, I believe that we all experience that on various levels, but it really impacts um, certain communities like women of color and BIPOC, non-binary. So uh, this is the first of its kind. Marion created it. I'm so happy to be part of the history that she's making. So definitely check that out. This is day two of it. Yesterday was day one. So you can still get your tickets. I, post, I will put the link to uh, the event in the description of this episode. But again, it's a wonderful event. And uh, some of the, the proceeds will go to um, a, a charity. And she talks about that on her Instagram page. You want to know more about that. So yeah, talking about entrepreneurship, mindfulness, uh, mental health, um, social media, just really across the board. So again, I was very uh, honored to be part of that. And I hope that you listen and tune in and, you know, get your tickets and be part of that today. Even if you can't join live, you can, uh, you will get access to the videos um, afterwards. All right. So I have uh, six flowers I want to talk about and five magical herbs I want to talk about. And I'm doing this because as spiritual people, whether you are on the witchy path, the holistic path, the mindfulness path, there are things we need to know, at least generally, and we can dive deeper about herbs and flowers. <clears throat> Some of the main reasons for this is because, uh, well, we ingest <laughs> some of these herbs, okay? Uh, and flowers are around us. Just as I was talking about the crystals two episodes ago, crystals are all around us and they definitely influence us, okay? So it just makes sense to understand what's around us, especially when it has an impact on us, especially when it's part of a season, okay? So I purposely picked uh, flowers and herbs that are more in relation to Maybaum and the season that we're in now. Um, and I, so I am also learning about flowers. I'm taking, uh, what's his name, Robert Reeves' course, and I have this flower therapy book. So I don't know which flowers are in season right now where you are living. However, I am going to suggest you to go with the color scheme because for uh, Maybon, and again, I hope I'm pronouncing this right. I, I practice so hard sometimes and still get it wrong. <laughs> I feel like it's Maybon <laughs> or something like that. Okay, so... Um, some of the colors of, of this season, this is the second harvest leading up to uh, Samhain, where we are celebrating really the change of season. Okay, I'm already feeling the cool air in Philly. I felt it, I think, on Monday or Sunday. I was like, oh, wow, that's that cool early fall air. Okay, we're here. It's here. So anyway, some of the, the colors include orange, dark red, yellow, indigo, maroon, and brown. So fall colors really 
and so that, yeah, this is the second harvest. And so I figured, well, let's get some, some herbs that we would use for this and herbs and for, so I have a uh, Scott Cunningham encyclopedia of magical herbs. And one thing is a fruit, but you know, like we're crystals, we uh, use a little bit of an umbrella term, so to speak, because some of the crystals are actually rocks. A pearl is a pearl. Um, it's not a crystal. But, you know, we say that because it's just a little bit easier and until you want to dive deeper, that makes sense. Because who wants to sit around and, and, you know, listen to someone dive deeper when there's an episode. It's like, okay, Tia, calm down. I'll go get the book or something like that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, just a quick note about uh, Maybon and some of its activities and correspondences. Uh, because again, we're working with herbs and flowers. So uh, corn, red, po uh, red poppies, nuts, grains, leaves, acorns. I actually used acorns one time um, to connect as a way of connecting with the earth, uh, et cetera. So that was really cool. And, you know, follow your intuition a lot of times with this. Oh, are we pine, cypress cones, oak, sprig, uh, reefs, vine, grapes, cornucopia, uh, horns of plenty, uh, marigold, wine, okay. So that was um, some of the harvest symbols, which included some herbs and flowers. And okay, so and then it, it talks about herbs. So, but I want to get to the herbs that I want to talk about. All right, so <clears throat> when using these herbs, yes, you want to follow your intuition. For example, you may want to uh, have a spread of some of these herbs out as a centerpiece in your home. You may want to bake using some of what I'm going to recommend. You may want to buy some of these flowers and support your local small business. It's totally up to you. I'm just giving you some recommendations, a starting point, if you will, and then you can carry on from there. I got to tell you, I want to go apple picking. I want to take my nieces and go do that and then, and then come home and make apple crisps, okay? Uh, so we did that last year, not the apple picky, but we made apple crisps. I think it was last year or two years ago. And it was so much fun. Of course, they wanted to mix everything, but not help me wash the, pole, the, um, the bowl. <laughs> okay, but it, it was really fun. Uh, they got really into it, very excited. Um, it, it was just good times. So you can really make this a magical event. You can set intentions as you are working with these flowers and herbs. For example, with flowers, you know, it's common knowledge to talk to flowers. That's very helpful because they are a being, right? So especially if you have the, the gift of healing, maybe you're just a natural healer. I like to wave my hand over my flowers, tell my flowers that they're beautiful. They're growing so nicely. Look at you. Okay. And I, I make sure I water them. And uh, a, a florist told me years ago to, when you, when you buy flowers, cut the stem. So I always ask permission first, like, hey, flower, you know, I was told this. I have special scissors to cut the stems of the flowers. It's just like a rigid um, uh, pair of scissors. You can buy them at the florist. I think that's where I got it. I just bought it from the florist, maybe. 
so the, when I'm saying that there are many ways to work with flowers and herbs and it may change with each season, each year, maybe you were, uh, baking apples and now you're just like, mm, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to slice it in half and see and, and, and how many seeds are in there because that has a meaning too. you know, odd amount of seeds versus even amount of seeds, et cetera. So let's get to the herbs first. Actually, let, let's go with the flowers first. Let's go with the flowers first. All right, I'm very excited to go over this. And remember, I am just going by uh, color scheme because, again, I don't know which are in season. So if you have something that is more in season and it, the color correspondences are on point, do that. Um, if you don't have a flower vendor near you, then, you know, you can order it on um, offline and get it that way. All right. So here we go. Eucalyptus. And in this book, it's beautiful red and yellow, like a hint of orange. Perfect for this season. All right. So um, the energetic properties of eucalyptus includes blessings, attracting miracles, granting permission for your angels to help you and removing barriers to receive. So you would put eucalyptus in your home. So it can be a, a reminder of sorts, right? Because when we see something like our um, pile of laundry, right? We see the hamper and we're just like, oh my gosh, I got to do the laundry. I know I put clothes in there and you keep seeing it and seeing it like, you know what? I'm sick of this. Plus I want to wear the top that's in there. So I need to do the laundry. So keep these flowers on hand. And, and if you're just like, Tia, I really, really cannot buy flowers. I'm allergic. Get a picture of it. Get a picture frame it, put it in your house, okay? Um, there are so many ways you can work around not being able to get something. That's what I want to stress here, okay? Pictures are a great substitute, all right? You can even get a painting, all right, and hang it up on your wall like we do for Christmas time. We get certain uh, aesthetics, right? And we put it up all around the house, outside the house, and then we take them down each year, okay? We get a fake tree. So, uh, eucalyptus you can you can get that uh and it really helps your your root throat third eye and crown chakra so this is the flower okay let's restart that part <laughs> all right so uh the eucalyptus is a flower that helps you with receiving all right so it will remind you from time to time that it's okay to ask for help and receive help, of course, from the right people, all right? You got to be careful who you ask. Uh, this will, will help you to really embrace yourself to receive the blessing that you deserve. Just as I was saying, eucalyptus is um, great like any flower when you have it somewhere where you can see it practically all the time because that's a reminder. All right. Next is marigold. And this is really uh, beautiful. It's orange and uh, reddish, yellowish. It's very, very beautiful. Okay, so this will help us to prioritize bringing clarity and new perspectives, breaking situations into more manageable pieces, moving through blocks and overcoming obstacles. 
So with this, you can, you can get a very pretty vase. You can DIY a vase. I've seen videos of people who took wine bottles, took the label off, used something to remove whatever leftover glue from the label was there, spray painted, added something else to it. And you would never have guessed that it was once a wine bottle. So, you know, there, there are many ways you can set up flowers around your house. You can look up feng shui and see, okay, well, maybe flowers should be in this side or this corner or this area of the house. Or you could just follow your intuition and keep it simple, okay? And you can move the flower around from day to day if that's what you feel, okay? Spend time connecting with the flower. Just stare at it, take deep breaths, uh, get used to its smell. I love the smell of tulips. Uh, Like I said, wave your hand over it, get a feel of its energy. Really connect with the flower. Now, if you see some of my older YouTube videos, like my early YouTube videos, you might have seen some videos with petals in the background. So what I did was I used to buy roses and I would ask permission from the flower if I can pluck it uh, out of respect. And like I said, it's a being, it is a being. (laughs) And, And then I would decorate the background with the rose petals. So Maybe you're being called to have rose petals on your coffee table. Totally up to you. I want you to be as creative as possible, especially during this time as the seasons are changing because you are changing. We're always going through a cycle, a season, a change. Okay. So um, really get creative, step outside your boundaries of creativity and work with the flowers this way. Now, as far as the description, <clears throat> Mary goes, you can use this uh, whenever you're feeling overwhelmed, okay? Which, again, makes sense because when you connect with flowers, it really brings a calming sense to the environment. So whatever you feel like is just daunting and you're just trying to figure out, okay, how can I get through this, over this, around it? this is when you can bring the marigold into your house and it will help you to learn to let go of any confusion that's holding you back. And it will help you to be along the lines of progressing towards grace and love regarding that situation and yourself, because when something's really overwhelming, we do tend to beat ourselves up a bit, you know, about finding a solution. Why isn't this working? Uh, why me? And the list goes on and on and on and on. So <clears throat> if anything, make sure that you are connecting with these flowers on a level that is most um, simple for you, but also it just makes a lot of sense. All right, moving on. The next flower we have here are, okay, so actually I picked two roses, so that's why I ended up being six instead of five. I wanted to keep it five flowers and five herbs, but the rose counts for two. I have a red rose and a yellow rose. And growing up, I thought roses were only red. So, (laughs) all right, here we go. Uh, The rose will help you. So its properties include attracting love, enhancing passion and romance, increasing motivation and promoting healing. All right. So the description 
Um, the roses are the epitome of love and passion and a traditional romantic gift. Okay, so this energy here is all about effortlessly melting blockages in your heart. So it make you uh, become someone who is uh, an easier manifester. You know how sometimes we manifest certain things and it seems like it takes forever. In some cases, there's a lot of behind the scenes work, but in other cases, it has to do with our subconscious beliefs and we still have to work through that. Uh, so this will help you to effortlessly melt blockages in your heart, all right? So it would make it easier for you to attract and enhance love in your life. Hmm. All right, the yellow rose. This will allow you to find a place of peace within yourself. All right. And some of the properties include cultivating calm, peace, and joy, and concentration. I know that's hard, especially during this time <laughs> of 2020. I feel like the whole 2020 has been uh, working towards trying to concentrate on being positive and proactive. Uh, <laughs> this flower will bring... Uh, balance between work, rest, and play is perfect if you are a student, and it will help you to find fun and express your joy uh, while still maintaining a sense of dignity and poise. So if you're someone who's like, Tia, you know, I love having a good time being fun, but I really just can't let myself hang loose all the way, then the yellow rose will help you still maintain yourself. Some people have a really hard time just letting go and, and enjoying the moment fully. It's like they have a reserve of, oh, I can't be too happy because something's going to go wrong. You have to be just okay, like it, content, you know, something like that, but not too happy. Allow yourself to be too happy, all right? So use that until you can work your way up until just being uninhibited and fully enjoying a moment. All right, sunflower is the second to last flower. Um, raising, so the properties include raising moods, lifting energy levels, and promoting smiles and happiness. For the longest uh, time, I want to say for about a good two years, I thought I was being stalked by sunflowers. I was seeing sunflowers everywhere, everywhere. And then it was funny because my project manager sent me sunflowers and I didn't even know that she sent it. And I texted her, I said, oh my gosh, someone sent me sunflowers. I don't know, <laughs> but they're really beautiful. I'm like, oh my gosh. She's like, oh, it was me. <laughs> and I loved it. It was such a cool setup. So um, the description, sunflowers is zoo joy. And it's funny because I'm, I'm always seeing, and I don't know, maybe this is just good promotions. I'm always seeing a woman enjoying sunflower like she's just frolicking she's just basking in the sun you know she's just really enjoying being around sunflowers and then they're they're tall too so it's like oh these are beautiful tall flowers reminded me of the sun and sun rays all right let's go back to the description um you can't help but smile when you see a cheerful vibrant sunflower Notice how each blossom has a dark center and a radiant, uh, yellow, radiant yellow petals representing the lightness and that this flower can bring to you when you feel at your lowest or darkest. When it feels like everything is a struggle, gather healing 
sunflowers. You'll feel your mood and energy level shift right away. So listen, for people in the Northern hemisphere, right? It's turning to fall, right? It's gonna get darker. The day is gonna be darker longer. It's gonna be cold. It's not gonna be happy. Uh, it's not gonna be a happy time for a lot of people. Plus with this pandemic, a lot of people are staying home. They're nervous. It doesn't add to what's going on. Use the sunflowers to bring you a bit of joy. Now, again, if you're like, Tia, gosh, this is great, but I'm allergic to sunflowers, get a picture of it. You can even, and if you're older, you don't know how to do it, get, get one of those younger kids to set a screensaver on your TV so it shows you sunflowers with some music in the background. YouTube sunflower meditation. See what I'm saying? There are so many ways you can use the energy, connect with the energy of these flowers, even if you can't get a hold of it. And I feel like many times this isn't expressed enough. If there is something that you do not have and someone recommends it, look for creative substitutes. You don't have to have it, but it does help. Like with oracle cards, tarot cards, crystals, you don't need them. But they're great visual aids. They're great to connect with. They help you understand it better, okay, a lot of times. So, again, please don't feel discouraged about flowers and having allergies and, you know, everything that falls under that umbrella because there are very creative ways you can still connect with the energy. Think of this like Reiki. You don't have to be in the same place to receive the energy. All right. The final flower here, and this was rec actually a recommendation for this season of Maybon, is the passion flower. And this isn't any of the colors um, of the season. It's like green and blue and white. Um, and also I will list uh, the, all the flowers in the description, so don't panic. <laughs> all right. Feeling, so the properties, feeling the love of your angels, releasing loneliness, bringing comfort and peace, and connecting to your angels, God, and other planets and stars. The description, passion flower is an exquisite, interesting flower. The blossom looks like symbols for the crown chakra and helps open this chakra to allow for better divine communication, deepening your connection with your angels as well as other planets and star systems of course, with your permission. The word passion flower, of course, conjures feeling of romance. So this flower helps attract in a balanced setting romance. Okay, so your awareness will be brought to you, to your heart center, so that you can recognize love that always surrounds you. You don't need to look for it in someone else. And this is going to help you understand that it's within first and foremost, okay? And passion flower reminds you that you're never alone and connects you with compassion and support of the angels. So remember, everything starts with you. Romance yourself, okay? Treat yourself, <laughs> okay? And then, you know, when someone comes along, you know exactly what it looks like uh, or what you imagine it, because sometimes it can knock your socks off, right? And just make you more prepared. So the flowers I, I mentioned all had to do with preparation. You know, being prepared to receive, being prepared to uh, 
embrace love, embrace romance, being prepared to combat loneliness, being prepared to be uh, able to concentrate better. All right. These are all nudges because at the end of, end of the day, you had to make the decision to receive, to concentrate, to do things that will be good for you. Okay. If you want to get this book, it's Flower Therapy. Otherwise, you can see the names of the flowers in the description of this episode. All right, let's shift gears to magical herbs. I like this a lot. I like working with herbs. Um, imagine my surprise when I found uh, the the magical properties of some of the most mon- seemingly mundane things. Very interesting, right? So to non-spiritual people, muggles, cough, cough, <laughs> these are just regular spices, regular herbs, regular you know fruits, regular everything right? But to us magical folk, we see the magic in these things. It's just like, you know, the difference between like knocking on a door three times and the door opens or just turning turn the knob and, you know, you get a regular home, <laughs> something like that. All right. So the first up is the almond. All right. And I, I picked this one because it reminded me of something of the fall season. And uh, I like some of its magical uses. So its powers include helping you with money, prosperity, and wisdom, okay? Uh, almonds, as well as the leaves and wood of the tree, okay, are used in prosperity and money spells. Additionally, climbing an almond tree is said to ensure success in business. Eating almonds will cure or combat fevers as well as give the partaker wisdom. But always take your medicine, okay? Uh, I know it said it can cure certain things. I am not a specialist in this area. So make sure if you do have a headache, you go take your, your Tylenol, whatever it is you need to take. <laughs> All right. It says here, uh, magical wands are made of almond wood. Um, and then you can place almonds in your pocket, which will lead you to treasure. So almonds will help with a lot of prosperity in your life, or at least leading you towards that prosperity. So you may think, well, T, I like eating almonds. Well, meditate while eating almonds. Think about prosperity while you're eating almonds. I wouldn't want to put almonds in my pocket, (laughs) but you may have a satchel or like a little bag and you can put the almonds in there because I know I would want to eat the almonds, but um, you you get like one of those little bags, those little. those little, the cute little bags that people put the crystals in sometimes. You get a small bag like that, put three almonds in there. Um, or you can just, you know, have them out in your house and you can think about prosperity, you know, maybe place it around your flower and you can nibble off of it throughout the day. Many ways you can work with it, but this is a great time to really focus on prosperity because, you know, the harvest is really about reaping what you, you have sown, right? So all that work you put in, now finally the plant is fully grown. Now finally, uh, you know, things have come full circle. So it's like, it's time to you know, really embrace and in, in, in what we uh, put out there and, and enjoy the outcome. So why not add more prosperity to the mix? All right, the apple, no surprise there, right? 
Apple, Apple is magical in so many ways. All right, here we go. Um, so it will help with love healing. And of course, you can create a magical garden with apples. Um, so you can put this on your altar for Samhain for even now. Uh, you can also use it to bring more love into your life, love divination. And, and you can, you know, Google this. There, there are ways where people cut the apple. Like I was saying earlier, if it's Oz versus even seeds, etc. Um, you can you can bake with apples, and when you use apples for love, it's not about making someone love you. It's about being open to love and and bringing that one who was actually attracted to you into your life. So I want to actually backtrack real quick because I actually found the reference. Okay, so for the apple, simply cut an apple in two and count the number of seeds. If the seeds are even, marriage will soon occur. If one seed is cut, it may be a stormy relationship. If two are cut, uh, eh, widowhood is foretold. However, if an unseen, uneven number of seeds are found, the woman will remain unmarried in the near future. Now, that was a lot. And that's one recommendation, okay? You can use it and, and count the seeds and say even something good will happen, something magical is going to happen soon, odd, nothing's going to happen, right? So when I'm reading these things, I don't want you to get scared or think like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be this or I'm already married. What does that mean? This is just one recommendation, all right? Keep it simple. Even can be yes, I can be no. Ask a question and do it that way, okay? This is why I give you multiple uh, resources. All right, apricot. You you will eat this fruit to obtain a sweet disposition. Or you can use it in a love spell, which again, love spells to attract the love of your life, not to make people fall in love with you. Uh, and I was hitting my computer, so hopefully you didn't hear that noise. All right, so sachet. That's what I was trying to think of. The little bag that we put our crystals and stuff in is called a sachet. All right, so you can use the apricot just to make your life juicier, right? More sensational, um, more desirable to you if you feel like, ah, my life's been kind of boring or crazy right now, just to make it a little bit sweeter and like a little bit better. And if you're thinking, Tia, well, apricot's a little bit bitter to me. What I'm saying here is fruits that, that can be succulent, fruits that can be... Um, just part of the, the realm of love can be seen to make something delicious and sweet and things like that. All righty, next one is cinnamon. I mean, how can I not talk about cinnamon during this time of the year? I feel like it's going to be in everything in about <laughs> one day flat. It actually is already is. Are people already using it in their, their teas and coffees? All right, so working with cinnamon will help boost your spirituality, success, healing powers, psychic powers, lust, protection, and love. 
okay? Or it can bring that into your life, depending on how you want to work with it. And cinnamon, you can get the cinnamon, uh, was it the cane? It can be the cinnamon in your, your, co- your black coffee. So many ways, again, to work with cinnamon. All right. Cinnamon, when burned as an incense, raises high spiritual vibration, aids in healing, draws money, stimulates psychic powers, and produces protective vibrations. Cinnamon is also used in making sausage and infusions for these purposes. So that's interesting. I didn't know that you can use um, cinnamon to create a sachet. That's great. So maybe you might burn some cinnamon. Maybe when is the incense? Uh, Maybe you might use it to raise your spiritual vibration. Totally up to you. Maybe... You might just want to have that cinnamon smell in your home. You know, when you get the, was it the, the dry flakes or something like that, the potpourri, you know, you put it in your house and get that cinnamon aroma going, right? Get the senses going. So you're feeling prosperity, spirituality heightened, love increase, all that. Man, I want to I wanna go get some cinnamon now. <laughs> some real cinnamon. All right. Yarrow. Now, I picked this because it's really good for um, dreams. I know it's like yarrow, but yes, I've used this for helping me with my dreams and probably because it helps with psychic uh, powers. So this helps with courage, love, psychic powers. Okay. Um, You can use it as a, you can wear it as a form of protection to help, uh, grant you courage. Okay. You can, uh, use dry yarrow. That's what I use. I have dry yarrow and, uh, it's in a little packet. Sometimes I would just sprinkle it around and, or I'll just have it like nearby where I can just smell it a little bit or just be by my side and then I'll go to sleep. Uh, so Carrying yarrow will not only bring love, but it also attracts friends and distant relationships you wish to contact. That's great. All right. So flowers are being made into an infusion and the resulting tea is drunk to improve psychic powers. I did not know that. That's awesome. Okay. I really like this. So that's what I love about when I research things sometimes you read something and that picks up, then you read something else and more things pick up and just uh, helps you to remember more about it. So with those herbs I mentioned, the apricot, the apple, almond, uh, cinnamon, you know, all, all these things, I want you to remember that how you work with these, when you work with these, it can be as intricate as you want or as simple as you want you can go to a local farmer's market and get uh real cinnamon get um i was gonna say pumpkin (laughs) but you can get a pumpkin too but you know you you can really get these herbs and and make it an entire ritual where you just set the intention to get the best flower the best herb for your recipe for this time. Maybe it's just your personal growth recipe, your, your witchy recipe, 
all right, just to help you with increasing your psychic powers, increasing uh, love and romance in your life, increasing courage in your life, whatever you want, whatever you want. Remember, you can, you can, you can add glitter. There's so many things you can do with this, but this, this is a, a baseline of sorts where you can use the color correspondences, the herbs and the flowers to really create a life that is magical, but also a life that's just in tune. You're just aware. So many times people just aren't aware of some of the, the things that are right in front of their faces. And it's because that, that lack, lack of being connected with uh, the, the environment with ourselves, if we're connected with ourselves, then we're going to be connected with the flowers and the herbs. And when we cook using this, it's going to taste so much better. Any chef, any cook, anyone who's ever done any, any form of food preparation, cooking, hosting, will tell you when you're in a better mood, the food comes out better. And that's not just about being angry and and uh, you overcook the pasta. It's about putting your energy in that. That's why grandmom's food tastes better than the parents' food or your siblings' food because the grandparents got that extra TLC that no one else has. That's just how it is. And then, you know, with the parents, sometimes they have that TLC that, that no one else has. And that's tender love and care. <laughs> so, uh, when, when that happens, when we are increasing our awareness and our personal power, our magic, our personal magic, that filters over in other areas. And watch your flowers blossom like none other. Watch your herbs taste so much better. Watch your connection to it get so much better. And better can look like a lot of things. It can look like, like I said, your flowers blossoming a lot and, and wholeheartedly, completely. It can also be you walking straighter. You know, your posture is better. That can show up as you saying no and having boundaries, being okay with that. That can be you doing something like getting your hair cut, uh, getting that tattoo, wearing something different, getting contacts, uh, wearing heels for the first time. Getting better shows up differently to different people. So I just want to remind you of that as well. All right spiritual trailblazer. I took up a lot of your time. So <laughs> I'm going to wrap this up with, uh, don't forget to look in the description for this episode for ThyroCon. Um, it's, it's a great, great event. I will list the flowers and herbs for you in the description. Uh, make sure you check out parts one and two and the birthday episode. I am sending you so many blessings. I am rooting for you. And as always, remember to be kind to yourself. Until next time. As always, Spiritual Trailblazer, thank you for tuning in. Do make sure to stop by and visit me at tiamariejohnson.com. Also, don't forget to subscribe. Last but not least, be kind to yourself. I'm rooting for you. And I'm sending you so many blessings. Until next time.